Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkman Show. Better known as T to the motherfucking K. First, I want to say mad love um, to my man Diamond down in Atlanta and the whole city of Atlanta, Goody Mob, CeeLo, the whole crew, Ludacris, everybody that came out last week for me receiving the Red Fox Award. It was truly appreciated. To all my fans out here who helped my comedy special go straight to number one, who raised you around the world. I totally appreciate it. I just want you to know that hard work, dedication is truly paying off. And today we were just talking with a man, you know, just shooting the breeze, talking some real shit. And we was talking the other day, and we were just talking about relationships. And, fam, you know, on what we talked about, A, um, let's talk that conversation over again about your cousin, and, 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 and we can work from there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I want to say thank you, TK, for having me on. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, so much stuff going on, man. You know, I always look at <laughs> different individual situations, and I try to mm-hmm. see what they're going through and how, should, you know, see if it's something similar I'm going through and see where they made their mistakes. I would say, well, my cousin, he's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's dating a girl. You know, he's been dating her for, let's say, two two years and a half now. Right. You know, um, got him to move out of his mom's house, got in an apartment with her. And in the beginning, she was working. Like In the beginning, she was the moneymaker. Okay. Right? And he was chasing her. <laughs> and then, you know, he, was, and he wasn't doing much, right? And he, you know, kept pursuing her, kept pursuing her, trying to get her, trying to get her. And then once he started being with her and started getting money and stuff like that, then she quit her job. And then, you know, got to stop paying bills, not even, like, literally no bills. And then, you know, he immediately after that, he stopped associating with pretty much all of us, his entire family. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't want, she felt that she feels a way towards the family. So he's like, okay, I'm going to just pay, I'm going to just listen to her, and I'm not going to talk to my mom. I'm not going to talk to my sisters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless it's a holiday. Right, Even though they live right around the corner. Uh, and then, you know, everywhere he goes, like, he'll try to hang out with I'm the one he hangs out with the most. And he'll go places with me. Sam, like, he'll be gone from his place for 30 minutes. She's already calling, like, where you at? Where you at? You need to get home. You need to get home. You need to get home. Mm-hmm. And he's always like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. Okay, all right, bye. You know what I mean? I'm like, dang, bro, we can't even chill on Thanksgiving. You only got to chill with us for 15, 25, 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, cause she was putting so much pressure on him. Even to the point, PK, she's putting so much pressure on him, he's starting to lose fucking hair. Like, wow. He's starting, he's starting to lose, get small bald, bald spots in the back of his head. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is she, he, she's, you letting her stress you so crazy. 
come to find out, shit, the mom has been living with them for four months that no one even knew and rent-free as well. So he's right. taking, he's 21, taking care of her and her mom. You know, they stay home all day, smoke cigarettes in the house, do whatever they want to do. He works, comes home. <laughs> First of all, that's already crazy. And then, you know, uh, they're, they got to get kicked out of their apartment. They're getting kicked out of their apartment, you know, because of the smoking, because they were warned multiple times not to smoke in the apartment, blah, blah, blah. Right. So and what do you mean? They, go, they smoke weed or cigarettes? They weed both, weed and cigarettes. And they, and, and, they do, and they do what in between? They smoke weed and cigarettes in between and then, like, all throughout the house. So the apartment, people that were in the apartment, you know, say there's no smoking in the apartment, you know, and they can't okay. find okay. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they were like, okay, you guys got to leave in 30 days. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go move in my own place. You know, I'm going to give me my own place, you know, my own apartment, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, thinking, like, man, I should probably leave her and just get my own place. I'm tired of this shit. Right. I was like, yeah, bro, that's what you need to do. And then all of a sudden the mom's like, no, you know, uh, maybe I can get a, we can get a place together and both of our names can be on the lease. So the mom wants like, to leave her daughter to right, move in with yep. her daughter's boyfriend. Yes, and to, uh, for them to have nigga. their own place. <laughs> is she fucking the fucking your cousin? No, the the bitch is like sixty. Wow. And I'm like, and he's like, well, and he's like, well, should I do it? You know, should I get a place with her? And I'm like, no, you're fucking out of your mind. Right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, like you know, I could see you taking care of your female. Okay, cool. You know, um, that's great. And all, but I, I look at it like, you know, she's not even a money maker. He wants to, he wants to make music. She's like, I don't want you making music because you're away from me too long. Right. You know, I don't want you taking no vacations with your boys because, you know, you could be fucking somebody. And it's like, yeah, I feel like he's too young. Right. He has so many restraints on him about yep. where he can and cannot go. I like, I've never liked that type of shit. Now, what, know, the, like, what have you, what have you? What kind of advice have you given him? Leave that bitch alone. <laughs> I've yeah. told him leave her. I've told him leave her alone. I'm all, Sam, like I'll even invite him to strip clubs so he can be around other bitches. That's, like, that's, hey, not, even, that's not even a good look. Cause them, some of them bitches fucked up too. That's true. Hey, thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, see, the yeah. thing about the thing about life. Yeah. And men and women. And poor decision making. Yeah. See, I've learned in life that your choices have consequences, yo. And people really have to, when you're in a relationship, and I hate to say this, I really do, but it's the truth. You have to think of yourself. You have to you really yourself in the situation. Right. you got to carry your weight because when you meet a woman or a woman meets a man and they don't have their half, they don't have what they need to make the relationship better, now you are at risk. And what I mean by you are at risk is that person wants to leave, if that person wants to talk shit, and they just walk out of the relationship with no type of penalty, Mm-hmm. You're done. You're emotionally fucked up, financially fucked up. Now, can you recover? Yes. 
but that's the purpose of these type of shows, to help somebody who's going to listen to this show, hear this story, hear what you're saying, hear what I'm saying, and say, yeah, they're right. I need to think of me so that I can move forward my life. Because what I'm saying is that some people are afraid to be alone, yo. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. You, you have to live by yourself for a while. you got to learn how to cook. you got to know how to wash your own clothes before you get into a relationship so you don't really the, not being dependent on the woman. And the woman not being dependent on the man, you got to know certain things about you, know how to pay your bills, know how to just do everyday shit in life. Mm-hmm. So when you get with someone, you know how to go to FedEx. I met a girl that didn't even know how to ship a, a package to FedEx. <laughs> she said, I've never done that before. Now, I, mean, I thought everybody was the fucking FedEx. I know people right. when I go to certain cities have never been to the airport in their city. Oh, wow. I seen yeah. a guy that said, I met him at the one of my comedy shows. I said, yo, let's get together tomorrow. I said, yo, can you drive me to the airport? I want to go get a car. And when they came to pick me up, they said, I don't know how to get this. is years ago. And he said, I don't know how to get to the airport. And I'm like, you never been to the airport ever in your life in your hometown? Never mm. has he ever wow. been to the airport. And I thought that Let was fascinating. Yeah, it means that he's not traveling much, seeing different things, going different places. Just even if you're not you traveling, know. right? You still got to tell mm-hmm. the motherfucker. Um, but does, you mean to tell me you ain't taking <laughs> nobody ever to the airport or rode with your aunt or your mom? To right. The airport. It's just simple shit. <laughs> so this is the things that I want people to understand about relationships, though. We we talk about so many different angles. We talk about how to preserve your life so that you're going to have a long and happy one. I went to go see the movie Slim, Queen Slim, whatever the name of that movie is. Yeah, me too. What did you you think? Uh, So many different things. Um, Never fucked with someone on Tinder. Right. You know what I mean? It was a blind, it was a date from Tinder, some internet right. shit. You know but what I no, mean? I've never been on Tinder, but I want to clear, I've never been on Tinder. But doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the girls on Tinder. I'm going to tell you what the, this is why you got to, men have to be more experienced in relationships. You ready? Yes, yes. The girl had a slick mouth. Mm-hmm. See, when they would see sometimes, and everybody's going to have a different opinion about this movie. I just want to give yeah. my interpretation, right? Yes, yes. And my interpretation that, one, the girl had a slick mouth. One, he should have paid the bill and got the fuck up out of there. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, when they're driving in the car, he's going to drop her home. And she took his phone. Now, this is the first date. Let's flip the script. First date. That's the first date. First date. Now imagine if a man would have took a woman's phone for the first time, just snatched the phone. She would be like, fuck, I'm not seeing you again. Exactly. So that's the situation. 
Now, even though the cop was a crooked cop, her mouth escalated the situation a little bit more, right? Escalated the situation yeah. a little bit more. So now yeah, she got out the get, car. Right, she got out the car. <laughs> now every nigga, no, that your bitch better not get out the vehicle. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? So she gets right. out the car, she goes in her bag to get the purse. I mean, act like she's going to get a, 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 a phone, but he's nervous already. He already wants to do something bad, so he shoots her. He fights him now to protect his life. He shoots him. Now she tells this nigga who she, he just met on Tinder now. Now it gets serious. He just met. Right. We should go. We should leave the motherfucking scene of the crime. Right. Which made it worse. Which made it worse. The other scenario on this is that it would have shown that they'd stayed that the cop was in the wrong. They would have probably been let go with some good money and some lawyers. Yes. See, because they saw the cop do what he did. Yeah. All on video. Remember in the scene? They showed it on the news and they was watching cop killers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one showed that. See, I'm picking the movie apart. No one showed but talked about that part. It shows right there it was self-defense. But because he listened to her, he was out. She convinced the other crazy thing about the Mm -hmm. movie, which I still love movie, the black movie, but I'm being a critic, is that she got shot in the thigh, and that bitch never complained about that bullet ever again throughout the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody knows anybody that's been shot. Right. And I know it's supposed to be entertainment. And you're supposed to go for the movie, but that bothered me. That motherfucking shit hurts. That shit motherfucking <laughs> hurts, right? And yeah. I think they one of the main things was to make sure they took care of that bullet first. Yeah. Then she was complaining through the whole fucking movie. And the reason why I was getting irritated, because I don't like women who complain. Yeah, yeah. That girl complained the whole fucking movie until she got some dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when she got some dick, she was it's a different true. female, right? She was a different woman. She was calm. Right. Now, bit. towards <laughs> the end of the movie, when they got in a situation, is about to end, and she said, can I be your legacy? I'd have been like, bitch, hell no. I'm going to beat this motherfucking case. Bitch, <laughs> 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 don't be making decisions for us. You've been making and decisions for us in all how, movies. And that's how all this shit has led. <laughs> that's how all this shit has led to that right. situation. Without me spoiling the movie for most people. This oh is for people who've seen the movie. But I think my man is a great actor. The girl was fine, nigga. Yeah, she was fine. She was fine. Yeah, she was fine. It was good to see beautiful Mm -hmm. black skin on the screen. Oh, yeah. Even the player, the player with all the girls. Yeah. I was like, okay, like they was cute too. I would have. Oh no, 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 no! Them hoes look nasty. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, them bitches yeah, like they had an STD. Hell no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely nah, got to use a condom. I've never yeah, had all them bitches in, a condom, though. Yeah, all them bitches <laughs> in that house look trash. <laughs> them bitches look nasty than a motherfucker, yo. Right. If you, like, horny late night, you don't want to tell nobody. No, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> You're I'm like, nah. Hell no. Not me. Nah, nah. I'll go weeks, months if I had to. Before you fuck with them hoes. Right, I respect that. Uh, uh, hell no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, fam. Mm-mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is my business partner. Um, we call him AD. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. we do a lot. I do a lot of investments around the world, and we were just shooting the breeze, just talking one day, discussing business, and this particular topic came up, and we was just chopping it up putting things together, and as we were making our moves for the next two, three, four, five years, this particular topic came up about his um, cousin. What I try to do with this show is always give you guys the, not the same old blah, 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 or same type of scenarios all the time. I just wanted to know it was just a straight conversation between two young men talking about life situations and moving forward. Like I had a little situation from the show with no jumper. I saw a lot of people on my IG was complaining about me saying um, being controlled. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people um, didn't understand what I meant by I'm glad that they had Christianity. And what I mean by that, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen who are listening, and you too, A.D., is, see, the world is already fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling uh, Adam 22 that I'm glad that we did have religion. I'm glad they created it. I swear I'm glad because at least it gives people a conscience of right and wrong. See, some people say, oh, we don't need to be controlled. Yes, the fuck we do. Yes, if we didn't, wasn't control, it's just like the red red light. Imagine when you have red lights, stop lights, stop signs, and you just did, you just got to the corner and did what the fuck you want to do. You're going to lead to a traffic accident. Imagine that we, even though the police is horrible in the black community, without police, without being police, it would be more chaos. I was in my hotel room the other day out here in Michigan, and I wanted my room clean. You know, I stay in nice hotels. I want mm-hmm. full service. When I leave, I want my room clean. So when I walk, come back in for my show, the beds are made, the bathroom is clean, and it looks good. That's the way I move. So they didn't clean my room the whole day. So I called them and said, hey, I'm trying to get my room clean. So one of the um, housekeeping girls, she's from another country, um, I'm sitting in a room. She said, I can't clean your room while you're in there. I'm like, okay, this bullshit. So I go in the hallway, and I walk down on my own without her even saying anything. I bought four or five rooms and sat on the floor in the lobby while I handed some of, some of my emails. She told me that I had to be off the floor. I couldn't even be on the floor 
while she was cleaning the room. And I took that as an insult. So now I called the Afro-American girls out at the front desk. A manager comes up. They try to accuse me of smoking weed in my room. Now, I'm oh, wow. only, yeah, I'm the only black on the floor. So because there's weed smoking, you're going to accuse me of smoking weed. So um, they left. They said, somebody be up to clean your room, sir. So I went downstairs because I felt that this lady didn't handle that situation properly as a professional. So I go downstairs. I tell the girl at the front desk, hey, I need to speak to her manager. They go in the back to get the manager. It's the same bitch that was up there talking about my brother. Ah, oh, fuck this bitch. So <laughs> 20 minutes later, A.D., the cops come knock on my door. Oh, my gosh. The cops come to my door, yo, with a what new manager. Phone? Now, the old manager who called the police wasn't even woman enough to stay until the cops came, meaning that's already a sign of bullshit. If you were so uh, uh, adamant about your decisions on the police, you would stay there with your complaint. So the cops come, they're talking to me, and they're saying, is there anything wrong? I said, sir, I just wanted my room clean. The lady asked me to leave the floor. I never heard no shit like that before in my life. And I said, and everybody knows that when you call the cops on a black man, it's a 99% chance that he could die. Seriously. Period. So the cop says to me, do you feel your life is in danger right now, sir? I said, yes, I do, because you're here. Mm-hmm. And they left. Mm-hmm. They tripping, man. All that over some, I want my room cleaned. All that over my room. And that's what I'm saying. The goal here, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say is that I could have escalated this whole situation to another level. Right. Oh, fuck y'all. Y'all racist motherfuckers. Blah, 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 blah. But you got to stay in control. And that things happen organically. Because it wasn't that serious to go to jail. It wasn't that serious to get those cops upset that they shoot me. Because you mm-hmm. didn't live to see another day. And I feel like that's so important because you can, like you said, like, like Queen and Slim, you could have escalated the whole situation and they would have been like, oh, and you know how cops can be. They shit, they hostile. You know what I mean? Right. Totally turn into a whole fucking situation. Whole situation, you know, I, I feel like, um, see, some people sometimes are saying, well, why do you have to blah, blah, blah. But do you feel as a black man and black people in general that even though we shouldn't have to be, you know, docile towards police, but at the same time, you got to understand how they view us? Right. That's right. You yeah. have to. You can't go around here thinking that they like your ass, even though there are some good cops. Yeah. There are some good cops, but, and the but is, it's still that 99% your ass can die. Right. Man, I remember uh, my friend, I was 18, my friend, he pushed his girl, his fiance, on the couch, and she called the police. Right. So she called the police, and I was like, okay, this is my first time I'd see him do something like that. So I was like, okay, this is crazy. And I, I'm 18, he's like 21. 
and we're drinking, smoking weed, all this type of shit. She calls the police. The police come to the apartment, and then he's like, don't answer the door. And I'm like, what? Don't answer the door? The police knocked on the door for 20 minutes. Now, you, don't, you know you don't have to open it, though. You don't? Nope. You sure don't. Even though she called the police? Yep. You do not have to open that door, yo. I didn't know that. Oh, yes, sir. You do not have to open. You do not have to open that door. They'll go away. Unless oh, they wow. feel somebody's life is in danger and they'll kick the door in or whatever. But you ain't yeah. got to open that door. You sure don't. And she was, you know, and she was white. So he's black. I'm black. Oh, no, uh, you already know where that's going. They open yes, the and then she, she did. No, she did. She ran and opened the door. And as soon as she opened the door, like five cops gun rush in. I'm right. so shook. I'm so shook at the time. I'm like, oh, do you want to see my ID? So I went, my stupid ass at the time, went for my pocket to grab my wallet. The police officer put that gun in my face so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, put your fucking hands down or I'll shoot you. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. Right. And then they snatched us up, searched us. And after all the situation, they let us go. But I was just like, you know, it goes back to what you said about escalate. You know, I could have made it even more. I could have escalated it even in that situation. Like, what, what do you mean? Boom, boom that was the Right. That's true, man. <laughs> to, all, to all our loved ones, especially Afro-Americans, our brothers and our sisters, control your emotions. Yes. The goal is to get home. Uh-huh. It's not to show that you're tough. It's not right. to show that you can whoop a cop's ass. It's not that you're a bitch. The goal is to get home. Because ain't no coming back. Right. And they're going to most likely get off. They <laughs> most likely is fucking right. You only hear maybe one out of 20 yeah. or 50 go to jail. Catch a and they're not even for life. Not even you know. for life. You know, you just know, like the girl I'm, who shot the man in Texas, this nigga was eating yeah. ice cream. Oh, my gosh. This nigga was eating ice cream? Yeah, see, people don't know that. He was at his table eating ice cream, and she shot him. And oh then you God. get the judge to come off the bench, off her bench and hug this fucking white woman. That's wild. Then, right, then you get her brother who comes off the stand and wants to give her a hug. I don't understand that. That shit was so confusing to the world. Yeah. So confusing to the world. It was, it, yeah, and she only got, what, 10 years? 10 years. She'll be out probably in three. There's more people in the 80s and 90s that got more time for a couple of crack blocks than that yep. time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I heard that she already appealed the case. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... It's possible she could be out a lot sooner, or she could probably get bail while they mm-hmm. appeal it. For murder. For murder, yo. That's insane. PK, I wanted to ask you, if you don't mind, like, what's uh-huh. your opinion or perspective on men dating women with children? That's, a, that's another one. I've been there before. And if it's the right. right girl, it could be a beautiful thing. 
Okay. But if it's the wrong girl, it can drain you for everything. It can drain you because some women will act like those kids are yours. Mm-hmm. And you out here buying all the kids something to prove to her that you love her. Because isn't it crazy how the Christmas mm-hmm. holidays will put you in debt just to yeah. prove to someone that you love them? Well, you could do shit for them all year. You could do stuff for all year. And that's what's been saying, that people would do that with their situation. That's crazy. So... I would tell people, if you met a woman and she carried her own weight and you looked out for the children as much as you can, but not go overboard, it can uh-huh. be a beautiful thing. Because love is beautiful if you got the right female. If you got the right female, it's a good thing. I, I could tell you that. It's a good thing. But if it's the wrong person, this, this shit could be really, really insane. And it's just really not a good look. Definitely. My dad, I remember my parents split up. My dad started dating this woman with five children. Damn. And then, okay, so mind you this, my dad got, my parents got divorced in 2002. So December 2002, he met this woman in February 2003. They were living with each other by April. Like all of us, me, my sister, and her five kids all in one house. Damn. Like, and when him and my mom had divorced, he already had his own apartment. He let the apartment go, broke his lease to move in with there to make, you know, this family thing work. And that shit was just the most, like, dysfunctional situation I've ever, like, seen. Like, wow. I, saw my dad acting, I saw my dad acting ways I've never, ever, ever seen him act. Like, right. I was like, who is, like, what are you doing, <laughs> you know? You know, yelling. You know, my parents never argued in front of me. He would be yelling, breaking shit, punching holes in walls. Yeah. Because some men make shit. bad decisions. Watch what I'm about to tell yeah. you. Some men make bad decisions and don't know how to get out of the relationship. What do you mean? They yell. They scream. Oh, okay. Okay. But they made a bad choice. Sometimes they don't know they made a bad choice, but they're angry mm-hmm. because they don't feel free. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trapped. But most men will cheat or do things because most men are not strong enough to break up with the woman. Oh, no, 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 no. They do things for the woman to break up with them. You don't oh. find too many men to say, hey, baby, this not working out. I'm out. They rather right. be cheating. Mm-hmm. They better get caught doing something they're not supposed to do so the female can break up with them. That's so true. That's so true because yep. even I've even even in myself dealing with women, like there's a girl that I'm like, okay, I'm done talking to her. But right. I've been finding it hard for me to officially cut her the fuck off. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I struggling? Why do I care about her? Do you think men care about the women's feelings too much? Yeah, that's what some things men do, and but it's a mm-hmm. it, it's a weakness that some of us have, and you got to boss up when it's time to make a decision, yo. Right. You can't live like that. You got to boss up so that you. There's other women out there. There's other men out there, 
and people will yeah. stick to a bad situation because sometimes people don't like change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People don't like to see things different right away. They better stick with the same. Like some women stay in a bad relationship. Yeah. Because they don't want change. Some guys stay in a bad relationship and try to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I don't like the whole thing where, like, people get themselves into situations where they feel like they got to change the other person. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm going to change her or I'm going to change him. So I stay. No, I agree. You have, <laughs> to meet, you have to meet the person that you want when you meet them the first time. Okay. Because that's okay. who that person is when you meet them. Now, you can enhance the person, knowledge. Yeah. You yeah. can put different clothes on them and hands up, but a person is going to have to want to change on their own. Yeah. On their own. I, I want to appreciate definitely. you, AD. I got to give you a show, family. It's um, okay, brother. Man, yo, I hear grinding. Definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, let me drop some game on you real quick. All right? So, El Paso, Texas, December 6th, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Venue Northgate. Well, the Opti- Optimism Club. All right? Get your tickets. Um, for info, call 832-921-7288. That's December 6th, El Paso, Texas. I'm coming to you. On December 22nd. All right? December 22nd. Matson, Illinois at Bar Louie. All right? Yo, this is going to be off the chain. Make sure oh, yeah. that you reach out and get your tickets with my man at Erico 312-913-4906. All right? December 22nd, Bar Louis, Illinois. December 6th, El Paso, Texas. And after the 6th and the 7th, I'll be in Oakland on the 7th for the private event. I'm on vacation for a fucking week. I'm excited. You speak it to the hottest hardest underground comic in the world. Get ready for some of the most greatest moves T.K. Kirkland has put together in my 34 career game coming at you hard in 2020, 2021, 2022, and so on, if God is willing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy holidays to you. I hope you don't spend all your money between now and Christmas because Rent is due January 1st. A.D., that's my man. We'll talk tomorrow. Yep. Have our business. All right? Yep. Thank okay. you, brother. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome, my man. To the, to the people around the world, from Tokyo to the U.K., to Compton, California, to Jersey City, New Jersey, it's the one and only E.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. to the motherfucking K. Go. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.